0: In the high desert in Far East, West Texas, this is the world's fastest growing sports media podcast with Ed Sports TV ratings. Uh, welcome, I'm Robert Seidman and uh, joining me on the high desert hotline for this episode is Fred Siegel. Fred runs the at Old Takes Exposed Twitter feed and uh, freezingcoldtakes.com website. Uh, that remembers past predictions and, uh, in air quotes, celebrates them, and is one of those uh, podcasting people with the freezing cold take Spotlight with Fred Siegel. Fred, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Rob. Uh,
0: No problem. So we're we're taping this on uh, Monday, August 21st, uh, shortly right after all the eclipse hoo-ha. And it seems like a good day to talk to you uh, because – uh, there's a way in which what you've created, at least to me, is as rare as a total eclipse. Because you created something where you get to mock people for being wrong, and uh, by and large, both you and the person being mocked have fun, and that's just pretty fucking amazing to me. Uh, and I'm, I'm just really curious. Was you know? So I know a lot of people when when you first started uh, freezing cold takes up thought. Ah, oh, why didn't I have that idea? And uh, I sort of get I get people thinking like that. But what's really just stunning to me is that for 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 the most part everyone does seem to have a, have a good time with it and I'm wondering like when you started it out did you did you uh did did you just get lucky did you think it would go go down like that was that something you were striving for or am I just not noticing uh all of the uh very thin skinned people well
1: when I first started it, it was on a whim like i just one day I was sitting in my house uh Watching games, and I just noticed that all these reporters were patting themselves on the back for every prediction they got right. I would say, just like I predicted five days ago, this happened. And I have a good recall of what, at least what I, the people that I followed, I have a recall of what they said. And I used to think to myself, well, these guys get so many things wrong. And sometimes when they talk about your own team, you really, you really, it sticks to you. So I just said, I'm just going to start this account. I created it off a whim. and um, and at first, I didn't think anything of it, but I probably had about 1,000 followers within two weeks, three weeks. No, actually, I probably had like 750 followers, or Two, and I knew it was going to be popular. I didn't know it would be this popular, though. Right. Um, I knew it would be something that I would just do for fun, like a hobby, and but once, once Sports Illustrated wrote about it, Richard Deitch wrote about it, once he reached out to me and said, and this was February, I had about 2,500 followers, once he reached out to me and said, I, I want to write about this, at that moment, I knew everything was going to
0: change, and it did. Uh, did. That's
1: when it blew up.
0: Yeah. Did it Did it change how you were going about it, though? No. I'll tell you this. This is what I'll tell you about
1: your – it was a good question about whether people enjoy it or not. I think people are starting to have more fun with it as it got bigger and bigger. When I first started, um, you know, reporters get all sorts of people snapping back at them all the time. Sure. But when I first started, I wasn't, I had like 500 followers, maybe 2000 followers at the most. And I think reporters and journalists, they thought, uh, I was just another troll. Um, Uh, Maybe I was at the time, but, uh, so they would block me pretty quickly, make fun of me, things like that. As it got bigger, every time I used to get blocked, uh, or they would delete the tweet after I sent it, I would post blocked deletion or deleted tweet and it would make them look thin skinned after a while I got more and more followers and their, uh, they would look thin skinned to a bunch of, a lot of people. Right. And I think people got wind of that. And then as, as the journalists got wind of that, they started to figure out you you can't do it. You can't snap back or else you're just going to look bad. So they stopped. But I think a lot, a lot of people realized at the time that this isn't really that bad. And it's pretty fun. Um, I understand why a lot of journalists take themselves seriously or they're very defensive because they have to deal with a lot of people really going after them on Twitter all the time. But um, I think they start to realize that I'm not – I wasn't really criticizing them. I was really criticizing the take. That's normally what I do. Right. I rarely – you'll rarely see me criticize uh, the individual. I get a lot of that as if I post their takes. I get a lot of responses of somebody saying that this person stinks and things like that, but I don't respond to them. But that's the type of stuff they get every day.
0: Sure. Well, you know, so I, I'm just sort of thinking about it, and and when I see what you do, the first thing that comes to my mind is, do you have photographic memory, or you know, do you have a, a notebook, a small notebook you carry with you at all times, or how, how do you? What, what's your method for tracking what everyone says and then circling back to it?
1: Yeah, that's one of the big myths about what I do. I don't really have that uh, as much as people think. I Occasionally, if someone will send me something and say, hold on to this, and I'll put it on a Gmail draft email, um, and that's really about it. I, I, all, everything I do is more, I just search it at the time of news. So today, I think there was news that the Broncos named their starting quarterback Trevor Simeon over Paxton Lynch. So at that time, y'all just search uh, Paxton Lynch uh, starter um, on Twitter or Google or everything else, and I'll just find something pretty quickly and just post it. So that's really how it goes. Or um, since the followers are really active now, so it helps a lot. Uh, the they're they're feeding they're place. feeding you. Uh, they'll they'll feed me feed me feed me everything. Yeah, I'll get some great stuff I never would have found if it wasn't for them. So sometimes I'll get sometimes I'll get the same thing sent to me over over and over again, um, which I just which is fine because I don't want to have a chilling effect on the help. But I do get the same thing anytime Skip Bayless posts anything, I'll get like fifty notifications of it. Uh, <laughs> so that's uh, it, that. That's how – but now it's like kind of a, everyone's used to it. Everyone knows what I want to see, and they'll send it to me because, like I said before, I used to – about my teams, I used to hear – remember a specifically, vividly criticism about my team by a journalist on Twitter. You don't forget it. You just don't forget it if you're a fan, especially yep. the Rabbit fans. So yep. let's say um, the, the, the saints, uh, there's a saints writer or a national writer who said something bad about the saints that no one else would think about. These saints fans will hear it and they'll get so, and then the second it, something happens to prove them wrong. They remember it and send it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> do they remember, I don't remember. Uh, I can't watch everything either. So, right it, it's become people just one thing i think journalists resent is um, every time they make a prediction or a post they get 15 uh, notifications at old takes exposed uh, by a, a twitter follower
0: are you you're uh, saying you're saying that at the time that they post the take you're immediately getting the the cc yeah, old takes yes, exposed yeah so hold on to
1: this. Yeah, hold on to this. Hold on to this. So yes. Like any they can't make a prediction anymore without or just any type of take that could be proven wrong in the future. They can't do it without so, somebody posting old old takes exposed.
0: Okay, so now now the the system that you use the the you know searching on Twitter that that makes perfect sense and uh, now you have your uh your followers on the lookout for you Uh, in, in your estimation, you know, just based on, on your observations, has that changed the way that the, the, the reporters tweet at all, or is it, it's still all all the crazy takes still come out in the end?
1: Um, I I do. I think people, I think it does change some for some, for some, it doesn't, some don't care. Uh, But I do think that people may qualify at first or what they do is they'll They'll CC me when they make the prediction, so it like I guess it gives them some sort of cover, or it just makes them uh, they feel more comfortable doing it, Uh, and also it kind of prevents uh, anybody from tagging me
0: afterwards. So that's like a good strategy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is for sure. Get, get out, get out in front of it. Have, have, has, has anything happened like that you didn't feel too good about? Like, I mean, ha, have there been exchanges that left you thinking, oh man, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore.
1: Um, no, I, I, I don't. Cause I feel as if I, I've never felt too bad about the way I've done anything. Um, if it's just a take, uh, and someone gets really upset about it, then, you know, it, it's just, I, I don't care as much. Um, right. I can't remember a time where I've really felt that bad about it. Uh, there are people who I could tell don't like it. And uh, I definitely am not the type of person who is going to, you know, bang on that drama a million times if someone really doesn't like something.
0: Got it. So, uh, so... There are people who
1: have blocked me, blocked me, and just despise me. Now I don't, I don't necessarily. I'm not going to post anything about them, but I'm certainly not a type of person who's going to hold a grudge and try to find whatever it is about them and post a million things just because they don't like me. I'll just go about my business the regular way. Yeah, I and wouldn't. If something comes up, I'll post it.
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't assume that uh, that they don't like you so much as they they just don't want to see it, I, which I, I think are two yeah, very two don't. two very different things.
1: No, there are some that have, have publicly denounced me. Just do not like me, <laughs> especially the ones who have. who have have blocked not just me, Old Takes Exposed, but my personal feed as well, which I put on – I don't really post that much to it, but I put on the profile of my Old Takes Exposed feed, my personal feed, the handle, and that that gets blocked too by some people. So So, they just don't like me, and they've said it. uh,
0: who's, Who's the most famous person who doesn't like you and has said it? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about famous, um, but I you what? I don't know his name. What's the guy's name? Who shoot? There's a football analyst. The Irish. He's Irish.
0: Oh, I should know this. Let me
1: find his name. Let me find his name. Cian Fahey. Ah. He hates me. He doesn't like my account at all. He he's blocked He'll block anybody who even mentions me. And there's another guy who does that too, and I forgot his name, but he completely denounced me back oh, so, in so, September.
0: So, so wait a minute. So if somebody, if somebody gets into his timeline, even mentioning you, he'll block them. Yeah,
1: blocked. Block <laughs> them too. And there's one guy who said, who even said that he's, they're going to block me. If, uh, if they warned everybody, he warned everybody that uh, I'm going to get blocked. I, I don't know. I think some people are stubborn too. I mean, I don't know if this applies to those people. Like once they say something they don't like somebody, then they just stop. They they refuse to change their mind. Uh, I've had a lot of people who have blocked me at the beginning and then just unblocked me. And I recognized it. <laughs> but some people block me without no I don't know about it. And I only find out when somebody posts a tweet or notifies me above like a quoted tweet of of that person and I can't see it. And then I look at it and it says, I'm blocked.
0: Oh, that is that, 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 that. So, <laughs> so, so, so to me, so I, I guess I'm not surprised that there's, there's some of it uh, that, you know, as a, as a percentage of, of, of the, you know, the takes that you weigh in on, like what percentage of the time would you say someone has a, an unfavorable reaction rather than oh, ne- now- ne- neutral as fi- you know, that doesn't count.
1: <laughs> now it's like w- way down. 20 percent maybe less but there's some people who just can't they cannot uh, fight the urge to just laugh about it like they even want to they find a way to try to defend it even though they don't like get upset completely but they'll you know it's like it's in their nature to defend it but if you defend it uh, sometimes people will snap back at me I get snap back pretty much every take though Someone will say oh well to be fair someone will write back to me. And uh, even like, even away. after
0: you, you posted today, like that Simeon has a starting job. Did someone come at you with a oh, to yeah. be fair? No, that?
1: that one, that's, that's a, that's a, that one was indefensible because I don't think, I, I don't think it was even clear at the time that Simeon was going to get the uh, Pax And Lynch was going to get the job. So, so, that was, but most of the time, like I'll post something, say like about Aaron judge two years ago. He's not that good. So, to be fair, no one thought he was going to be this good. You know? And I'm like thinking to myself, well, that's the point <laughs> <laughs> of you the know, I get the to be fair stuff all the time. I, it, it's, oh, it's so annoying. Uh, sometimes occasionally they're right. And I'll, I'll admit it. Um, sometimes I don't have enough context. Uh, I try as much as I can to get context. Um, but sometimes things are moving really fast and I, I, you know, don't get the full context on something and someone will explain it to me and then I'll like post a correction or something. But, uh, most of the time the to be fair stuff is pretty annoying. Uh, it's just every time I'll get that. Yeah.
0: That's just the way it is. So, so besides like, uh, besides like people like Richard Deitch, um, Mm -hmm. who, who like who, who in sports media has the most fun with what you're doing? Do you think?
1: Oh, um, well, I have some people who really, really like the feed, who have liked it for a long time. Um, I don't know if I can think off the top of my head who has the most fun, uh, but uh, I know that the guys over at Good Morning Football love it. Uh, And they had me on their show once, which was like one of the coolest things I've ever done. Yeah, Yeah, like I, I was in the studio. I had never been on TV before. It was really fun. But those guys, Pete Traeger and Kyle Brandt, um, and Kay Adams, Adam, they Jack. love it. They love it. Uh, they they meant they probably lead in the lead at mentioning me on the show. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of guys have liked it from the beginning. Uh, Danny Cannell really loved it when when he was at ESPN. Uh, he still does, but he, he mentioned it on his shows a couple times. Um, there's Doug Gottlieb likes it. Uh, Andy, Andy Roddick, tennis player, Nice. always, has always been into it. Um, and more and more, I get more and more people who, uh, who mention me on their show. That's really great because that's, that's what I, I when I turn on my phone, I'm at work. I turn on my phone to take a break and look at it and I'll get like notifications from somebody say, Oh, you were just mentioned on Cowherd show or. You were just mentioned on um, Mike and Mike, things like that. And that's
0: just really cool. It never gets old. Yeah. And you're, you're, uh, you're, uh, you're coming up on uh, 85,000 <laughs> followers. So, uh, so that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. so let's talk. Yeah, about, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, that's, that's. That's all I got for that. Okay, so I, I was I was just going to ask you about podcasting. So I, I, I think I think mm-hmm. on the the most recent one, you said that was episode number nine. So uh, yeah, yeah. So when 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 did you start? What was your thinking? What are you going for? With and give give the name of your uh, podcast again. I know I, I read it on oh, the intro. Yeah, I,
1: my podcast is called Cold Take Spotlights, and. I it's something I really wanted to do from the very beginning. It's really bare bones. I mean, I do it through the bumpers phone app, which is bumpers is a great app for people who don't have equipment or don't have just really any resources. You just do it right through your phone and you can edit it yourself and editing equipment's really good. Um, and I just wanted to talk about, talk to people about their takes and i it'd be funny. Uh, and it's been really a lot of fun. Everybody I've asked has done it. Um, I've done nine. I usually do once a week. I've done one with um, Ian Rappaport from NFL Network, Keith Law, uh, uh, baseball on ESPN. I've done one with Dan Wolken just last yep. the other day at USA Today. Uh, you know, Andrew Perloff, who McLaughlin on. Uh, Dan Patrick show. Um, Those are good. Those are good guests. Yeah. And uh, even there's, I forgot who I did after uh, I've just done. um, They've been really fun. And um, I did. Oh, Seth Davis. Oh, nice. Um, So uh, Stuart Mandel the other day.
0: So so you got, you got uh, both of the athletic verticals covered now.
1: Yeah, well, when I had Seth David, on, I didn't know. Um, I didn't talk about it with him because that was before it was announced that he was going to be doing that, so I didn't know. But Stuart Mandel got into it a lot. He he really talked about it a lot. But yeah, I just usually pick out a lot of their worst takes, and we talk about it. But it kind of moves into more discussion about the way that they you know, the way that they do their jobs in the sense of making takes or in certain other people like Ian Rappaport asking a lot of questions about how he gets his scoops and little quirky things like uh, where does he put his phone and uh, what happens when he's playing golf and things like that. So um, when he's, when, you know, he's always got this scoop on his mind. So it's really fun. I mean, I just enjoy it so much. So um, I I like to keep doing the pot and I've been, there are certain uh, definitely looking for ways to make it bigger and and put more resources in back behind it but right now it's uh it's fun the way it is i mean look i don't this isn't my job right so it's i'm, a, I'm an attorney who works you know, eight to ten hours a day um so and that you know, I have a family so that's how i that's my job and then this is also something i do all the time so it's uh but it's not something that i can do you know twice a week
0: yeah, so, at the moment so that's you know it's a, it's an it's an interesting thing and, and if you uh if you're not comfortable about, uh, talking about this I, I i'll totally respect that but i'm just curious like um are, are you thinking about okay uh how how, how can i go about uh, doing doing more freezing cold takes and and less lawyer lawyering or, or, or are you not thinking about that <laughs>
1: No, I I it definitely comes to my mind but I'll tell you this it's that that part's not going to change until I can you know support my family.
0: Oh, of course.
1: Doing the other part uh and you know, for in with media it doesn't even come close to paying what being an attorney is at least to <laughs> <a> start. <laughs> so
0: so so uh um, so uh you definitely want to go for your, for your law, de- law, law degree in, uh, in graduate school rather than your, uh, your journalism MBA. Is that what you're saying?
1: No, um, no, I wouldn't say that at all. I would say you do what you want to do. I,
0: I think uh, that's good advice. I think
1: that, I, yeah, because especially at that time, once you have a family and you're settled in and I mean, I have a, I'm 36 years old, I have a seven year old and a five year old. Uh, so I don't have the flexibility that I would have had you know, 15 years ago or 12, 10 years ago. It's not the same. That That's the point where you want to make your decision of what you want to do. And you just don't really worry about how much it's going to pay because eventually you're going to make it if you, you know, grind it out and, and, and are tenacious about what you're doing. Uh, so that's, that's what I would say to anybody. But once you get in a position where you're, supporting your family and you have a lot on your plate in that regard it's it, 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 the transition's a lot slower uh, no no
0: i understand a lot harder. yeah i'm just yeah, think, yeah. i'm just thinking about it in terms of uh, you know you you got what 83 84 85000 twitter followers so you are you're, you're going to mm-hmm. you know you're going to hit 100000 during this nfl season probably is my guess mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. i just figure you know if you got 100000 twitter followers there's there's gotta be some way to make a couple hundred grand off, off of just having that kind of following. I, I don't think anybody's yeah. really figured it out yet, but I, I think there's gotta be something <laughs> like that.
1: Well, there is actually I mean I know a lot of people who do who are on Twitter making very good money doing you know parody accounts and just owning a bunch of accounts and putting content out. Some of them steal content all the time.
0: Just from other uh, people on Twitter?
1: The, yeah, or just like you know, just fun accounts like posting uh, funny jokes about sports and they have five different accounts and they leverage them by retweeting each other and things like that. Um, so if I, I, I would think if I started a bunch of other accounts in different types of, like just different types of topics, I could probably leverage it, but I don't want to do that. Cause I just don't, that's just not what I want to do. Like yeah, I want to write, yeah. Yeah, that's I want to write and I want to do pods and things like that. Uh, those people, some are really good at it. I mean, they do really good jobs and they get, they make money off of it. That's great. It's just not like me. Uh, so I'm not going to, it, it, there's a, a happy medium. I, I can afford to do it too, because I'm not really kind of just, I'm not always hustling uh, <laughs> because I have other stuff to do. So it's kind of a slow hustle, but yeah, I like I'd like to write. I'd like to do pods and things like that. That's really what I'm interested in. And, you know, I don't all, I think I have a lot more to offer than just the being the guy with the gimmick, but Right now that's who I am. Oh
0: well, the the, the <laughs> I'll the, leverage that. Yeah, the, the gimmick the gimmick is, is a is a is a pretty good one. So uh any anything <laughs> coming up that you're like any any breaking news about plans for uh for freezing cold takes uh like during the NFL season? Any any new new gimmicks this year with it or, or just, just the <laughs> no. uh, the same great old you well, were wrong. I mean, I... <laughs> yeah, I mean well,
1: I'm always looking at different ways to try to create new things. Last year I had the website come out and we had about 250 posts about that. Uh, There's different ways you can post the the takes. I think I have a lot more followers and a lot more people in media now. So I think it'll be more fun interaction during the season, but things come up. I, I, I would like to think that there'll be more things that come up during the season that I don't even know about. And that's usually the way it works. So I'm um, I'm pretty excited about it, but football is everything. So I mean, the football season is the best by far, especially my feed. Probably everybody's life, at least most people, and um, it it creates the most it creates the most traffic by far. It's not even close, uh, and I enjoy it. So it's going to be fun, no matter what. But uh, uh, I'm I'm always I'm always grinding for ideas of, of, of certain things that I. I'm hoping and I'm confident that things are going to move forward steadily and they've already have because I've started the pod. I've, I've written a few articles here and there for other sites. And, um, I think, I think eventually it's going to, it's going to expand even more. Uh, and cause it had, it has been from the beginning, just probably a lot slower than people would think
0: i think it's i think it's on a on a on a very good mm-hmm. trajectory and uh i'm 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 very impressed with what you're doing i'm glad you're having fun with it i think that uh that starting the podcast was a great idea and uh and i think uh i i, I oh, i'll i'll get you out of here on this over under one appearance on good morning football this football season for you
1: Oh, over, under? I, I mean, I think. Oh, will go
0: 0.5, I just, 0.5 appearances.
1: I, I think it's going to be over. Okay. I good. think I'll be on Good Morning Football this season. I, I, because I, um, I think that they really enjoyed it. And I think that they're going to, and, and that show specifically, I mean, even during the season, in in the summer, that show, I mean, it's a great show. But in the summer, they're scraping. I mean, they they're scraping. Oh. their three hours.
0: Oh yeah, every, every day. The yeah. way
1: there's the, the stuff that they're they're scraping for ideas. I mean, like they're doing Star Wars stuff. they doing. <laughs> so I mean, that must be really tough during the off season, and even during football season, it's still three, three hours. You put so I I, I think I'm going to be on it, but you can hold me to it.
0: Okay, uh, uh, I, I, I I'll well,
1: talk to Mr. Schrager and Mr. Brandt.
0: Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> I'm trying to have uh, I'm trying to have uh, Mr. Schrager on the on my podcast uh, right around when uh, when the NFL season kicks off, and I will um, I'll, I'll put in another plug to get you back on there so you can get even no. more followers.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he's done another. I mean, he must he's been in my feed probably about seven or eight times on his show, uh, and they, I went on. So yeah, that was great. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, you can go to my Facebook feed, Freezing Cold Takes. It's the it's pinned on my feed. Facebook if, if, if you want to watch my appearance uh, on, on Good Morning Football.
0: Well, that that, that is awesome. Fred, Fred, uh, thanks very much for joining the World's Fastest Growing Sports Media Podcast with that Sports TV Ratings.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. A lot of fun.
0: Thanks again to Fred Siegel for joining the podcast. You can find him on Twitter under at Old Takes Exposed and on the web at FreezingColdTakes.com. With any luck, there will be an additional podcast up on the morning of Friday, August 25th with Rick Cordella, who heads up NBC Digital. But you can check out recent podcasts with Jay Adonde of Northwestern's Medill School of Journalism, Ryan Glaspiegel of The Big Lead, Anthony Kruppi of Ad Age, and a Sports Media Roundtable with uh, Sports illustrators Richard Deitch and uh, activist investor Eric Jackson.
1: Oh, he's one who doesn't, he's blocked me. He's one of the original blocks. I think he's one of my original blocks, but he blocks, he blocks everybody. I think.